AM 1060 KDUS Tempe Phoenix and KSLX HD2 Scottsdale Phoenix. It's now time to enter the sports zone with your host, Bob Kemp. The Detroit Lions have traded the sixth pick to the Arizona Cardinals. With the sixth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Paris Johnson Jr., Ohio State. Booker on the drive, rising up, and takes him to the boom room. This building is erupting. They'll get it to Murray. 30 seconds, Jokic, then a little hesitation, puts it in, and he's fouled. Swing and a miss. He has struck out Yelich for the third time. He's punched out seven. Merrill Kelly, six no-hit innings. We are scoreless in Phoenix. He's looking the other way, however. Now buys himself some time. He's going to head to the sticks himself and trot in. Touchdown, Bryce Young. Stroud has rediscovered that rhythm. Flips it right down the middle. It's Johnson who's got it. Spinning to the end zone. Touchdown, Ohio State, as they reclaim the lead. On first and goal. Keeper. Richardson into the end zone. There's the Gator touchdown. Quarterback keeper Levis will just take it himself and finish off that drive, and Kentucky is on the board. Third down two. It's Jackson. Oh, my gosh, here he goes. He'll sprint. He's being chased by Howard. Looking behind. You can kiss him goodbye. Five seconds to shoot. Tatum sashes up Collins. He'll fire. Splash. Curry gets by Murray. High off the glass. And it goes. He was so good in high school, the WNBA Lynch had him practice with them in the Minneapolis. Good pass. LeBron Davis got it. Oh, Over the top to Butler. Up and in. Jimmy Butler ties the game with a half second to go. What a play call. Milwaukee had a timeout and didn't use it. 77-65 and a steal by Brunson. Brunson racing to the basket and he punches it down with the left hand. Dial 602-260-1060. That's 602-260-1060. Or tweet the show at KDUSAM1060. And now, here's your sports zone guide, Bob Kemp on KDUSAM1060. And welcome to the Friday, April 28th edition of the Sports Zone. Not just the news and scores, the news and scores with analysis. In today's Sports Zone, right here on KDUS AM 1060 and KS Lux HD 2 100.7, the Cardinals do approve of the Parrish Johnson selection. Suns and Nuggets, who wins the series? The Diamondbacks, will the struggling pitching staff survive Coors Field this weekend? Let's try that one again. Will the uh, struggling pitching staff survive Coors Field this weekend? Meanwhile, back of the NFL draft, what stood out during last night's first round? 
also from the NBA playoffs. Has your opinion of the Celtics changed? And who you got tonight, ATS, Kings at Warriors, and Grizzlies at Lakers? And what else caught your eye since our last show? Here's today's schedule lineup on the show, which is the most informative sports talk Monday through Friday. In moments, we have the introduction of today's pipeline. At 9.15 or so, NFL draft discussion with Jeff Kerr of CBSSports.com. 9.30 will be interactive action at 602-260-1060. And also the local roundup. That includes some uh, Cardinals stuff. Some a uh, little bit on a, a brief Suns and Nuggets series preview. And also a uh, Diamondbacks in Rockies weekend series preview time pending. Then the final segment of the Sports Zone will be the National Roundup. Top by from the scoreboard from last night, the uh, the Celtics in the Hawks game. And we'll get to some uh, latest line of the upcoming NBA games. And once again, time pending. And we'll get to some Major League Baseball for tonight. On to the pipeline we go. Time for today's Pipeline, where the host reveals the hot topics for discussion. And we start with a KDUS poll question at KDUS1060.com. And today's question is, do you approve of the Cardinals moving down the draft and selecting offensive tackle Paris Johnson? And Corey's here and has the early returns. Leading so far is yes, 67% of the vote there. No at 33% on KDUS1060.com. The Cardinals moved down from the third pick to number 12 before moving up back to number six to select Johnson. Also on Thursday, there were multiple trade rumors involving DeAndre Hopkins, but GM, Cardinals GM Monty Austin Ford said last night that he does not expect a Hopkins trade this week. Today's Twitter poll question, who wins the Suns and Nuggets series? And once again, Corey, what do we have here for early returns? Leading right now is the Nuggets with 60% of the vote there. Suns at 40% on KDUSAM1060 on Twitter. The Suns, the four seed, are favored to win the series, mostly because of the significant liability nearly every sports book in the world has with significant money on the Suns to either win the NBA Finals and or the Western Conference. Meanwhile, on the local front, the Bucks. Uh, excuse me, the Diamondbacks, <laughs> the Bucks are done. The Diamondbacks had a good day on Thursday. The Dodgers and Padres both lost. The Dodgers losing at Pittsburgh. The Padres losing at Wrigley Field. This weekend, the Diamondbacks' struggling pitching staff plays three games at Coors Field. Historically a bad place for below-average pitchers, of which, unfortunately, to this point, the Diamondbacks have many. So, will the Diamondbacks' pitching staff survive this weekend at Coors Field? Meanwhile, Spain, the globe, back to the NFL draft. The first round did start with a quarterback run. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson going first, second, and fourth, respectively. But Will Levis not selected among the 31 first-round selections last night. What other highlights uh, do you uh, have from last night's uh, interesting? Interesting is you can use a lot of words. I'll use interesting. Interesting first round. What a week in the NFL. First, the never-ending Aaron Rodgers saga ended with him actually traded. And on Thursday, the Ravens agreed to contact terms with Lamar Jackson. And that uh, ended an even longer saga. Did the Ravens do the right thing by signing Lamar Jackson to a five-year, $260 million deal? 
Back to the NBA playoffs. The Celtics finally finished off the Hawks on Thursday night. Does your opinion of the Celtics change after you know, watching them need six games to eliminate the Hawks? On the NBA marquee, tonight the home court Warriors and Lakers can finish off the Kings and Grizzlies respectively. Who you got tonight, ATS, the Warriors are laying roughly seven against the Kings. The Lakers, uh, consensus, four and a half point favorites against the Grizzlies. On Sunday, the Heat and Knicks begin their surprising Eastern Conference semifinals series. Surprising that they're in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They were both underdogs in the first round. Uh, that series begins Sunday at Madison Square Garden. Who you got? Heat and Knicks as far as the series goes. Also, in addition to all these outstanding questions and topics, etc., what else caught your eye since our last show? That is today's Pipeline. We'll get to all these tremendous topics and much more during today's sensational radio program. Anything else on your mind falls into the general discussion categories, whether it's from the Pipeline or a sports topic on your mind, 602-260-1060. Once again, 602-260-1060. Or you can tweet the show at KDUSAM1060 or twitter.com slash KDUSAM1060. Basically, the only rules are accuracy and objectivity. If you violate those rules or if you're just simply bad, you will be the target of this. Coming up next, Corey has a news update. That will be followed by NFL Round 1 Analysis. With Jeff Kerr from CBSSports.com, uh, we'll get into Lamar Jackson and uh, the Ravens thing also in the next segment for at least a minute or two, uh, and uh, whatever else comes to our mind. But uh, mostly round one from last night, including uh, we'll start off with some Cardinal stuff. That's the plan, at least, at this point. So once again, stay tuned for that. Once again, bottom of the hour, phone call time, general discussion, 602-260-1060. Also a little more on the Cardinals and uh, their uh, interesting first round. And their interesting Thursday because there were certainly some trade rumors out there yesterday involving DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll get to some of that at the bottom of the hour also. You are listening to Sports Up with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and Cast Lux HD 2 100.7. downloaded the KDUS AM 1060 skill for Alexa yet? Food. Alexa is frustrated. No matter how many times do you ask, the answer is mail, chicken. Once you're ready, say Alexa, open KDUS AM 1060 to listen to your favorite shows. Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp. This is like my favorite bump. Keep playing this. Uh, you know, little Don't Do It by the Band back in the day. All right. This is the best. This is the greatest band, no pun intended, that I've never seen. Uh, you know, that was a, I don't think, I, I don't think they ever even played in Arizona in the 70s. I would have gone to that, I think, unless I was just completely confused, which is possible. All right. Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUSA AM 1060. And KSLUX HD2 100.7, your home of the Dan Patrick Show, live Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. All right, we're going to have to call an audible here. That's apparently one of the reasons that Bryce Young went first in the draft, is because he was good at calling audibles at Alabama. So we're going to call one now. Uh, Jeff Kerr from CBSSports.com 
unfortunately unable to join us in this segment. So if you want to get in, we got. I'll, I'll get you in. 602-260-1060. That's the number if you'd like to participate. And I'm going to kind of, uh, you know, like I said, I'm calling an audible here. So, you know, I had a you know, segment of questions ready for Jeff. So I'm going to kind of ask the questions to myself and answer them myself. First up, I think the draft was fun last night. I do not always think that the draft is fun. For instance, last year, you know, the top 10 picks certainly was about as predictable as we've ever seen. Uh, last night, unpredictable, needless to say. But I think it was a fun night. Let's start with the Cardinals. Um, you know, we've been strongly suggesting for weeks, months, it's almost you know, you know what half a year, seemingly that uh, they trade down, uh, and they did. But then they traded back up to get offensive lineman Paris Johnson. Uh, the evalu- my evaluation of Paris Johnson. I'm an Ohio State fan. If you're not aware of that, if you're not aware of that, you probably don't listen to the show very often. I think he's a really good athlete, really good player. He only played the one year left tackle at Ohio State. Not every team in the NFL or all the draft observers or pugnants or whatever evaluators think that he is an NFL left tackle. You know, apparently there were a couple teams that were only going to think about him as a right tackle, but the Cardinals plan to use him as a left tackle right now. I'm not completely sold. In fact, I'm far from sold that he's a left tackle in the NFL. The Cardinals did get the Texans' number one pick in you know, all the swapping yesterday. I think it's safe to assume that, you know, as, as well as the Texans did last night, that that should be a high draft pick next year. I just don't think the Texans are going to turn it around right away, um, even with the additions of C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. Certainly looks like D'Amico Ryans. Hello, D'Amico Ryans. Uh, you know, the, the Texans have been a dysfunctional organization for several years. Uh, it seemed to, it seemed like they got it right last night, at least for a night. Uh, I think the Cardinals did an excellent job. Uh, you know, Austin Fort and crew uh, holding out for that first round 2024 first round pick, and I assume that's uh, why you know, it was such a. You know, there was a long time uh, before they you know, actually that you know, the trade was consummated and so forth. So we'll see how that goes. Meanwhile, the Panthers at the uh, top of the draft is expected with, with Bryce Young. Um, you know, not that you know, we all knew that the Bryce Young was going to be the first pick, especially after he canceled his uh, remaining visits last week. Will Levis, a uh, lot of speculation about the Colts taking him at number four. It turned out that nobody took him in the first round. The Colts instead opting for Anthony Richardson. And I'm totally in favor of this uh, choice between if it came down to Richardson or Levis, completely in favor of that. Lots of stuff out there today about why Levis was not selected in the first round last night. Everything from a foot injury to the shoulder that he had last year. Um, I think some of it had to do with the fact that he just uh, was a wildly inconsistent, accurate, or lack thereof passer in his college career. So we'll see how that goes. Two running backs in the top 12. How about that? Arizona high school product Bijan Robinson goes to Atlanta. Jameer Gibbs, number 12, to uh, Detroit. First up, I definitely think Atlanta got it right. But unfortunately, yeah, they've got some skill players on that team. I don't know if they have uh, you know, the offensive line. They've been drafting offensive linemen and swinging and missing on offensive linemen for years, it seems. So we'll see how that goes. 
I am more curious about the Gibbs pick at number 12, who I like Gibbs. I mean, he's got, he's got a chance to be – I've heard the uh, Elvin Kamara uh, comparisons, and I think that's pretty accurate um, as far as just an all-around player. But Detroit's got like 100 running backs. I don't quite understand how they're going to juggle this around unless they're just going to basically part ways with DeAndre Swift at some point. But um, we'll see. If you're in a fantasy football league – my first uh, fantasy football advice for 2023 is avoid the Detroit running back room, at least for now, unless you just want to take a uh, – I assume somebody's going to probably took, take Gibbs way too high in your draft. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I would uh, want no part of Swift right now. Also, they added – remember, they added David Montgomery also in the offseason to replace Williams as the short yardage guy. The Seahawks, the only other NFC West team participating last night other than the Cardinals. I think that the, the Seahawks, I was going to say they knocked it out of the park, but this is football, so they scored a touchdown or, in this case, got an interception and a touchdown. Uh, we talked yesterday during the extra point, and I love Witherspoon. Uh, you know, Not a big dude, but very physical. He fits exactly what Pete Carroll loves out of defensive backs. They added two defensive backs last year. Another one here, and Smith and Jigba, I think, was the best receiver in the draft. An incredible uh, slot receiver. And I heard Ryan Day talking before the draft last night uh, how he compared Smith and Jigba to a point guard and who doesn't slow down when he does like a crossover dribble. And uh, you know, Smith and Jigba change the direction and running routes and doesn't slow down at all. It's a uh, you know, Marshall Falk was the best guy I've ever seen at that as a running back. You know, just changed direction and never seemed to slow down at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that the Seahawks had a tremendous draft last night. Excellent season last year. They've had a really good offseason. We previewed them with Bob Condota from the Seattle Times on our Monday seg- this segment on Monday. I think they did a good job. Other couple other quick things here. The Jets. I'm sure they happy, they're happy they got Aaron Rodgers, but they swapping the 13th and the 15th selection, uh, selections, plural there. I'm guessing that they were pretty disappointed that they got basically sniped out of the offensive line. And uh, I think everybody assumes that they were targeting an offensive lineman there. I assume Aaron Rodgers was probably assuming that. So in uh, Green Bay for years, as they didn't draft him a wide receiver, and now they didn't draft him an offensive lineman on a team that needs some offensive linemen for sure. Also, quickly, two other things here. Um, you know, the Hendon Hooker and Hinder, look ahead of the day. Hendon Hooker and Will Levis, which one's going to be selected first tonight? Uh, Hooker obviously coming off the ACL at the end of last year. Levis, for whatever reason, not selected last night. So we'll see what happens there. And I'm not really sure what to look for tonight other than, uh, you know, just the, the top of the second round, I guess the, the Joey Porter Jr. thing. I wasn't that shocked that he wasn't picked in the first round. And I don't necessarily think that this is his fault uh, because in college, you know, if you're a good corner, they just bother, don't bother to target you, very, target you very often. He only intercepted one pass in his career at Penn State. So I'm guessing that that might have had uh, some kind of impact of him not being drafted in the first round. 
All right, on to the phone lines we go if you want to get in. 602-260-1060. We'll kind of extend the phone call time to the uh, first uh, for the rest of this segment and the next segment. Matt in Phoenix, what's going on? Bob, how are you? How was the night? It was okay. Yeah, Good. I'm glad the Suns weren't playing. I'm thinking, man, if all this going on and the Suns playing, that would have been uh, that would have been a, a rough night for me. <laughs> so I think Levis fell because he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Did you hear about that one? No. First up, I don't like coffee, and I really okay. hate mayonnaise. Well, my father loved my father loved mayonnaise, and I think at a young age, I determined that he liked it even more because I didn't like it, and he knew I wouldn't eat his mayonnaise. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that happened. How about eating a banana with the peel on? I heard that too. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest been. I think Kayla and I had this discussion. I don't I don't remember if that was on the air or off, but I know we had this discussion. Um, I'm not the biggest banana fan ever, but Same. it's never occurred to me to not <laughs> peel the part. Yeah, what the hell? So, yeah, he's, I mean, uh, that's like eating cheese. Does he like pizza without cheese? I mean, what's next? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe avocado ice cream's in there too. Oh God, I'm not an avocado. You know, I'm hitting all my all my things I don't <laughs> like here. Um, on Joey Porter Jr., I heard some people think he's a little stiff in the hips and he might move to safety in the NFL. Is that why he could have fallen? Maybe. Um, I'm sure we'll, <laughs> sure we'll, we'll probably find out more about him today Yeah. Uh, after the fact. You know, people are easy to say things after the fact. Not necessarily the, 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 uh, the, uh, you know, the evaluators and, uh, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, who I think did an excellent job last night, and Kuiper, who I've liked for a long time, and McShay. I'm thinking about, you know, the, the so-called, you know, teams or the insiders. Or you might even have a team or two come out and actually you know, tell you why they didn't take him. Um, you know, everybody seems to think he's going to go to Pittsburgh. But if I'm the Steelers, I mean, I'm you know, entertaining offers here. They could get a bunch of draft picks Without for the first question. pick of the draft today. Absolutely. Um, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. Michael Mayer didn't go last night, correct? He did not. Um, Were you surprised by that? A little surprised. Yeah, I was. Uh, going to be a real tight end run today, though, because he wasn't the, you know, the, the people thought maybe three or four for, uh, first round tight ends. Yeah. And, you know, those guys are going to, I would imagine they're all going to go, like three or four of them are going to go in the first 10 picks today. Uh, between the fact that it's a really good crop of tight ends, at least we thought it was. And the fact that the tight end is becoming a bigger, you know, bigger deal in a lot of NFL offenses, it you know, really surprised me. You know, he's a tremendous ball. He has tremendous ball skills. I think everybody can, you know, mm -hmm. watch just a little Notre Dame, they'll know that. But well, he's also, and he's a, but he's a tremendous blocker and a really yeah, yeah. willing blocker. And when their running game really exploded in the second half of last season, he was a big reason for that. It reminds me a little bit of Jason Witten. Um, and yeah. uh, I was I was surprised that he didn't have uh, more perceived value. I thought he was – I mean, he played with bad quarterbacks last year and yeah. seemingly We're... was always open as the only option in that pass game. And, uh, <laughs> That's I think true. he's terrific. So, no, I don't disagree. Uh, I, I like the Witten thing. I don't remember whether – I really don't remember whether Witten was a good blocker or not, but I think that just as far as receiving skills for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was going to ask you what in the world are the Lions doing, but you kind of addressed that. Um, uh, were they just stuck uh, and couldn't you know move back again? Because I, I feel like 
you know, Gibbs is a guy they could have gotten. I mean, they picked at 18, too, right? So, Right. They um, didn't really have to move back again because yeah. they're at 18. Yeah, I know I was listening to Sirius XM, the NFL station, this morning, and that was part of the, one of their topics of discussion is that couldn't they have just got uh, Gibbs at 18? Because, you know, right. they went through the teams drafting between, you know, from, you know, 12 to 18 and you know, 17. Who was going to take a running back in that group? So <laughs> There wasn't going to uh, be one. So do they just get rid of DeAndre Swift now? Um, I know they – Which, which they, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be completely against that because I think he's yeah, so undependable, unfortunately. Right. And also, you know, production-wise, sometimes True. you don't know what you're getting in when he's healthy. So, True. I mean, he's an incredible athlete. I understood when they picked him. Uh, and if they move on, I kind of get that too. But it seems like that they maybe uh, made a jump here. But who knows? You, you know, you know we, maybe we'll find out, you know, in some 30-30 on ESPN that there was a team that was going to trade up to get Gibbs. You know, I like Gibbs a lot. Um, I think he led Alabama yes. receiving last year. Is that correct? That's true. It's partly for – that's two reasons. One, they had they uh, the worst – they yeah. ran out of receivers finally, which is incredible right. because they've had like the greatest receivers and yep. this side, you know, south of Columbus uh, over the last few years. And the fact that he's such a good receiver. I mean, they lined yeah. him up all over. And uh, I, I assume that that's part of the deal with the, you know, the Lions like that fact. And sure. I do like the idea of thinking about, yeah, Richardson and Gibbs together for a long time, unless you're a defensive coordinator in the NFC Central. Yeah, or the so NFC North. I, what do they call that division now? It's the North, yeah, right? right? North. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Kamara Cop's a really good one, I think, too, by the way. Um, he he kind of looks like him when he plays. So um, I, I was going to ask you here, uh, what did you think of Houston moving back up to get Anderson? Um, love it? Yeah, I do. I mean, I thought okay. they actually, for, for an organization starting with ownership uh, that has been dysfunctional for several years running – uh, yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, you know, I don't know how much of this was him. I don't know how much of this was, you know, the, the GM from, you know, with the uh, New England background. And I'm sure, you know, and I know that Austin Ford talked about this, that, you know, the, the fact that, you know, the, the two general managers have a New England background, I think that probably made this trade a little easier, even though it came down, it appears, to the last seconds uh, before the actual pick had to be made. But, yeah, I'm totally for that. Um, okay. Yeah, obviously, I thought I said for a while that you know, Stroud, I think uh, he's the best, you know, all three-level passer sure. uh, in this draft for sure, and maybe in several drafts running now. And okay. then you know the fact that you know people believe that Anderson was the best you know, player in this draft, certainly before last season started. And then uh, it's my last time to mention this, unless I mention it again, is that. Uh, I didn't realize until this week that he actually had 100 fewer, you know, rushing uh, pass, uh, you know, uh, you know, pressure attempts of a quarterback in the Alabama defense last year than he did the year before. Oh, that I was didn't partly that because a hundred. That was partly wow. different, partly because of the scheme change, and sure. partly because they weren't ahead in every game. Uh, like before, yep. you know, when when they got off the bus, they weren't ahead. Uh, every week like the, you know, they had been previous years. Yeah. Um, every mock draft I saw had uh, the corner from Oregon in the top ten, mostly pegged yeah. to the Raiders. Um, what was the reason for the fall there? And I, I could have thought maybe Detroit used a corner at 12 and then take Gibbs at 18. 
Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Even though I wasn't a big Gonzalez fan, I was an anti gun. I wasn't anti Gonzalez, but okay. I, you know, we watched plenty of Oregon, uh, and, yep. and I saw him in Colorado before he went to Oregon, uh, and I didn't. I was actually very surprised. I started this draft draft process thing a little later than usual this year, but I was very surprised uh, to see his name concluded in you know like a top ten mock okay. drafts list or so forth. So I wasn't that surprised. I clear, I, you know, you know, I love Witherspoon. I mean, I, I saw plenty of him, uh, yeah, you know, being Correct. a big in the in the Big Ten, and uh, that guy's got multi skills. He's got to cut down on the pass interference penalties, though. But that's part of his aggressiveness. Sure, um, and I know Tyree Wilson's got all the measurables. Um, yeah. I know this is sick, but I watched a lot of Texas Tech. Um, I didn't notice him a ton. Did I just not see the right games, or what? What's the situation there? Okay, well, good, good for you that you watch a lot of Texas Tech. I would say of the uh, because of the t- I mentioned this yet before the before the draft in the last couple of days uh, of all the players that were going to be picked in say the top twenty, I think I watched him less than anybody because okay, I hardly watch enough. any Texas Tech. Okay. I don't know. You must have had you must have had some financial interest in Texas Tech, and I did not. I really like their young quarterback, Baron Morton, by the way. So we'll get to that another time. Lastly, Bob, on the Diamondbacks, uh, they better win tonight because the two pitchers um, they have going uh, Saturday and Sunday, I have about as much faith in as uh, if my four-year-old son were to be out there. So. Um, <laughs> It's, well, I don't have a whole uh, lot of faith in Merrill Kelly, who's turned into yeah, a base on balls machine here. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, walk, you walk people, part. walk people, you know, walk people in Colorado, you're done. Absolutely, it's going to be an interesting series to see because their starting pitching, as we know, has been atrocious. But the Rockies aren't a very good offensive team, so. No, I, um, I've got those. I'll get to those numbers in the next segment if I have time. But uh, you're right; right they're Bob. they're not good. But you know, a couple walks in that ballpark, uh, you know. True. You don't even need a bl- you don't need a bloop and a blast if you have a couple of walks and a blast. Uh, so, and the Diamondbacks bullpen, I don't think a lot of people have too much faith in them at this point either. Uh, so, I, the best thing that can happen to the Diamondbacks this weekend is to win two out of three, and they don't you know use their entire pitching staff, which basically would ruin them for the next series. I may be at that ballpark over Memorial Day weekend. The Mets there, are Met, the Mets are there, and I, uh, I I've always oh, wow. loved to okay. go to Ford Field. So, um, yeah, I've never done that either. I've never yeah, been to the I'll, ballpark. I actually, I, I went to a game there when it was still playing in Mile High Stadium, which was like oh, okay. kind of a joke. That was kind of a joke. I've heard uh, good things the, about that park, so I'm I'm interested to the, see how the, it is. The the new park, yeah, I'd like to do that. Yeah, the the court, the Mile High Stadium thing was just ridiculous that they were playing there. But have a great weekend, Bob. I appreciate it all. Okay, okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, next segment, more phone call time. If you want to jump aboard, six zero two, two sixty ten sixty. We'll get to a little local roundup as much as we can get to. We'll get to some Cardinals, hopefully some Suns and some Diamondbacks for the upcoming weekend, and uh, we'll wrap up the sports zone. No extra point today. Kalo's out uh, trying to save the Hubbard Broadcasting in a uh, you know, big-time golf tournament against other companies. So, you know, she's uh, going to, I'm sure, as she has done in the past, save the day for the company. So, uh, you know, good for her. Good luck to her. Hope she has fun. Hope that she does well. And, uh, you, know, you know, contrary to popular belief, I guess somebody emailed in yesterday that uh, wondering if I was going to caddy uh, for Kayla 
that would not help her chances at all. Uh, back in my younger days, I would be asking, okay, where's the where's the 19th hole? Where, where's the bar? Where's the beer? Then I can help. It's time for today's local roundup. Welcome back to the Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and KS Lux HD 2 100.7. Uh, if you called earlier and unable, unable to hold through the break, give us a call back and we'll get you on. If you didn't call and you weren't on hold and you want to call, 602-260-1060. Also, a couple of quick things. So how did the Cardinals move down from three and then back up to six on Wednesday night? Monty Ossenfort called it a, quote, moving and shaking uh, experience and had, and, uh, and a lot of fun, among other things. Austin Ford in his postgame uh you know, draft press conference on Thursday night would not uh, would not commit that Paris Campbell will be the Cardinals' starting left tackle. Johnson, when asked about the Arizona media, asked by the Arizona media last night, just didn't, he wasn't going to do that, which is a smart move by him. Johnson was a starting guard two years ago at Ohio State, a starting left tackle last year at Ohio State. And I know there was already some quick speculation last night that the Cardinals might actually trade uh, the recent starting left tackle, D.J. Humphreys. So we'll see if that actually happens in the next couple of days. Cardinals trade rumors have been flying for weeks. DeAndre Hopkins, I can't imagine he's going to be a Cardinal uh, to begin the 2023 season. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport before the draft shot down a rumor that the Cardinals were going to trade the number three pick and Hopkins of the Titans for the 11th pick and other selections. And there was speculation also on Thursday afternoon that the Ravens were interested in DeAndre Hopkins. One rumor still out there is the Cardinals to this point have refused to pay some of Hopkins' 2023 salary in order to trade him. Uh, That's something that the Cardinals might have to reconsider and might have to do if they do trade Hopkins. Uh, Austin Ford on Thursday did say that he does not expect Hopkins to be traded this weekend all right so it's a phoenix denver weekend after three days off the suns and nuggets game one is saturday night in denver now listen closely to this i think this is one thing to look at when you're watching this series will the suns follow the blueprint of many denver opponents and continually put nick Jokic in pick and roll situations it makes even more sense because the cardinal excuse me the suns have four excellent screen roll players. Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, Kevin uh, Devin Booker, and also uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Paul, one of the best screen roll distributors in the league. De- uh, Aiden and uh, Durant, in just 12 games, I've really been impressed how they've become a uh, you know, kind of a screen roll combo with Durant passing the ball to Aiden. Uh, meanwhile, Booker really doesn't need many pick and roll opportunities, uh, but He's such a good isolation scorer, needless to say. However, Booker likely will be a, uh, a facing a better defender, uh, no matter who it is in round two. And obviously the Clippers were without Paul George for the entire series and Kawhi Leonard for the last three games of that series. How much will Cam play, uh, campaign play in this series? Will he be a contributor? That's another thing to pay attention to. All right, let's go to the phone lines. And Alan Phoenix, what's going on, Al? Hey, Bob. Well, first of all, I want to ask about the Eagles draft. I mean, uh, I was disappointed B. John Robinson went with the Falcons. You know, the Falcons got him. 
but they're kind of like they're becoming Georgia North or something. Uh, I mean, Georgia's good. It was a you know good college team with a lot of good players, but uh, you think they really needed two uh, defensive line players in the draft first round? Uh, I would do that. I mean, I think they did great. I mean, you know, Carter, okay. you know, before all the stuff hit the fan, um, I think everybody considered that he was the best player in the draft. I mean, mm. I know that, you know, I, I'm assuming that, you know, throw all, all the stuff uh, off the field that he was had to been, at least as a football player, considered the number one player in a lot of NFL draft boards throughout the league. So that's for sure. Uh, Smith, I wasn't that surprised that it took him a while for him to go because he's coming off the pec mass, the puck. Yeah, easy for me to say, the pec muscle injury at the end of last season. Uh, so probably there's some teams that want to see him play before they're going to risk a first round pick on him. But you know, considering the Eagles, and I know they did not win the Super Bowl, but I still think I thought before the Super Bowl, and it didn't change my mind after the Super Bowl. They have more good players than any team in the NFL, and they added two more good players uh, who you would expect are going to contribute at least, uh, I think, next year. Uh, now, I'm not saying they're going to be dominant, great players, but they're certainly going to be contributors, and Fletcher Cox is going to play forever. Uh, and his, his play actually has dropped off the last couple of years anyway. So I think that they did well, and rarely, it seems like, uh, do the Eagles not do well in these drafts. Yeah, that's true. That's how Howie Roseman thinks. Um, then uh, you mentioned that the Cardinals might trade G- DJ Humphreys, but I thought he was their only really good uh, offensive lineman. It seems like. Well, he wasn't it. particularly great last year either, though. I mean, it's hard to tell. I mean, he had some injuries, obviously. I mean, if you're going to draft, if he's if you draft a guy, if you move down and then move back up to take somebody who you think is going to be your left tackle. Yeah, I assume, you know, you know, I think that Humphreys is well thought out throughout the league and well thought of throughout the league, and I would assume that they could get some draft capital for him, and you know, I would, yeah. you know, I think it's something to remember, and you should, I don't think you should be surprised if he's traded today. But I'll, I'll, I i got to go, I apologize, i okay, got one more Bob. guy here. Okay, and where am I going here? Tom in Litchfield Park, hi Tom. Tom? How much time do you have? I t- uh, not much. A couple minutes. <laughs> okay, uh, we're missing uh, our lads this year. What happened? Uh, Dan had some health issues before my health issues. So oh, man, that's, he's not, that's terrible. Yeah, he's he's not doing radio now. And, uh, you know, I actually use their uh, you know, their draft guide. You know, and their, you know, they have a – if you get the USA Today Sports Weekly for the last week or so has the top 150 from our lads. It's not Dan's list, but it's another member of their staff. So I'm still using them as a cheat sheet as we go along here for the next three days. I got a brother in uh, Cedar Rapids and the cousin's there. Yeah, Dan's hey. from Iowa, and uh, he's smart enough to live here for some of the year, though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's wrong with Kelly's 16% walk rate? Is that bad? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, he's falling behind the count, and, uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, he doesn't have, you know, he's good. I think in the best case scenario, he's a, you know, three, you know, number three rotation starter. 
but he doesn't. His stuff's not great enough to overcome you know, falling behind the count and walking guys. And I believe it's only one game this year that he's walked less than four. So that's something to pay attention to tonight in Colorado. Sixth worst in baseball. Hey, we we could get uh, eight different seeds in, in the second round in the NBA. Believe it or not. Oh, um, State and the Lakers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Uh, that's uh, yeah. I would expect Golden State and the Lakers to win tonight. Uh, but LeBron looked like he was out of gas the other night. I'm not sure if he can refuel in 24 to what, 48 hours later. I don't know if he can refuel. But he he was he was uh, yeah. not able to do much uh, in the last game. All right, Tom, fight. I got to go. I apologize. Okay. Call me Monday. All right. We'll Thanks. Yeah. Uh, all right. On to the final segment of today's Sports Zone. And uh, we'll get to a little from last night of the NBA as the Celtics finally finish off the Hawks. And uh, time pending, we'll get to uh, – and uh, we'll definitely get to some of the NBA numbers for tonight and uh, the Suns and Nuggets for tomorrow night. And then uh, we now know – the uh, Eastern Conference uh, semifinals with Miami and New York. That series begins Sunday. And then Monday night, Philadelphia and Boston play. So we'll get to as much of that, if not all of that, in the next second. You're listening to Sports Zone with Bob Kemp on KDUS AM 1060 and Cast Lux HD 2 100.7. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to the callers, emailers, tweeters, texters, whomever, and whatever else sip through the cracks. Also, as far as a sound of day, courtesy of NFL Network, Valley Sports Arizona, Altitude Sports, CBS, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Special thanks, as always, to Kayla and Corey and Aaron. From the NBA scoreboard, the Celtics finally finished off the Hawks last night. Remember, they blew a 13-point lead in the fourth quarter in Game 5 which is why they had to play game six. Last night, the Celtics were down three in the fourth quarter, and then they went on an 11-0 run. Uh, during that stretch, they had three straight three-pointers from Al Horford, Jason Tatum, and also Jalen Brown. Brown ended up with 32 points last night. Tatum had 30. Horford, of course, he played in Atlanta for many years, uh, basically a whole decade. Uh, he chipped in with 10 points, 12 rebounds, two steals, and three block shots. So, the Celtics now advance, and uh, we'll get more on that, more to that in just a second here as we go to the latest line. Tonight in the NBA, uh, we have Sacramento at Golden State, and Golden State open seven, up to a seven-and-a-half-point favorite tonight. The Lakers hosting Memphis in uh, Los Angeles. The Lakers open four-and-a-half. Consensus number is still sitting at four-and-a-half, even though I do see a couple of fives in the state of Nevada right now. Saturday night... It's uh, one game, uh, as it turns out. That's Phoenix and Denver, game one of the Western Conference semifinals in Denver. Uh, the Suns open two and a half. Uh, they're still sitting at two and a half. There's a couple threes out there worldwide, but mainly two and a half. 
Total open 224.5. There's a couple of 225s. I even see a 225.5 just a couple of moments ago. Uh, so that's at least where we're headed as far as, at least right now, where we're sitting and headed uh, possibly for a higher total, I'm guessing, possibly you know, before that series. I don't know how either team is going to stop the other. Let's put it that way. So if uh, this total goes up even more, I'm not surprised and don't disagree with it. On Sunday, the Knicks uh, begin the series against the Heat. And the Knicks, a four-point home favorite, game one at MSG on Sunday. And uh, New, England, uh, New York, excuse me, a four-point favorite in that game. Total at 2.06.5. And, and then Monday night, it's game one between Philadelphia and Boston. Uh, I don't know if there's a you know, the Janet Jackson thing, right? Or was that Janet Jackson? Which Jackson was it? There was a Jackson thing that was postponed in Atlanta because they had to play game six last night. But whatever. Uh, they're not playing till Monday night in game one. Philadelphia at Boston, and Boston a seven-point favorite. They opened six-and-a-half, immediately went up to seven, and there's a couple of seven-and-a-halves out there worldwide. Total in that game, open 215-and-a-half, and, a half, and uh, not surprisingly, it's down to 215. Of course, uh, we'll hopefully find out before Monday what the status for Joel Embiid is. As far as the uh, Diamondbacks tonight, Merrill Kelly against Kyle Freeland. The Diamondbacks and Kelly, a small 6-5 to five favorite tonight at Colorado. Total in that game at Coors Field, sitting at 11. All right, that's it for today. Uh, no extra point for today. We'll be back tomorrow. With a, uh, not tomorrow, Monday. That's you know, almost tomorrow. A couple of days from tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back Monday with a full three hours of programming in the Sports Zone from 9 to 10. And the extra point hosted by Kayla from 10 to noon. This has been the Sports with Bob Kemp. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the day and weekend, everybody.